0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 229, and this is God's Big Story.
1: It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story.
0: So welcome back, boys and girls. We are super glad you're here because, well, we've spent the last few days listening to some terrible things that happened to Jesus. But today, today we turn the corner. Today, that sadness will turn to joy.
1: Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Mm -hmm. Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, everybody. Hi, you guys. So, Dave, yeah, you promised us some good news today, huh? I sure did, Marvin, and I'm
0: glad we're all here to listen. Now, we have spent the last two days listening to what happened on what we now call Good Friday, and we said our week-long countdown was down to two days to go. So yesterday we paused the story as Jesus' body had been wrapped in linen and laid in a tomb. Okay. Now, we all probably know what's going to happen next, but we have to remember that the disciples and Jesus' other followers, well, they didn't. They hadn't really understood what Jesus meant when he said that he would rebuild the temple in three days or that the Son of Man would be raised on the third day. They had watched Jesus die on Friday and they just didn't know what was going to happen or if anything was going to happen. Was this the end of his story? The man they had spent three years following, the man they had thought was God's Messiah, well, he was gone, killed by his enemies. Was it game over? And not only were they grieving, having watched their friend, a man they loved, suffer a horrible, painful death. And mixed in with that was the shame that they had all run away and left Jesus alone. Peter even more so because he had denied Jesus, though, three times. But they were also scared. The Pharisees had had Jesus arrested and killed, so would they now come after his other followers? Would they also be crucified? As the countdown clicked down to one on the Sabbath, the Saturday of the week, it must have been just awful. They were scared, they were confused. Had they got Jesus wrong? Had they wasted their time, three years listening to him? But if it wasn't real, well, then what about all the amazing things they had seen Jesus do? Nothing was making sense. And really, they just didn't know what to do next.
1: Yeah, you know, because we all know that the good news is coming. Well, I'd kind of forgotten that they didn't.
0: Exactly, Marvin. Now, the Pharisees had also heard Jesus make those claims, and they didn't believe them. But as we'll hear, they thought the disciples might pretend that Jesus had come back from the dead. And so we're going to listen today as our countdown drops down to day zero, the day we've been waiting for for 229 episodes.
1: Okay, yeah, but Dave, you know, we've talked about Jesus dying and being raised, and we always said three days later. You know, even when we talked about Jonah in the whale and how when he went down into the sea, that was kind of a signpost pointing to Jesus who would go down into death. Well, you know, Jonah was in the whale for three days. But, well, if Jesus died on the Friday, isn't Sunday just two days later? Ah, yeah, that's a good question, Marvin, but no, no, that's just because back 2,000 years ago in Israel, they they just counted their days a little differently than we do. So, day number one is the day that it happened, day number two, that is the Saturday, and day number three, the third day, yeah, that is the Sunday, yeah? I mean, if you went back in time and said to the disciples, hey, this is happening on the second day, not the third day, they would think you were crazy. Yeah, for them, Saturday was the second day, and Sunday was the third. Oh, oh okay, well, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Okay, you lot, so let's listen as our countdown hits the big day zero. Great, let's do it. So, who's reading today? Well, today, Nikki gets to be the one to read the good news.
2: Hi, Nikki. Hi guys, today we're reading two passages. The first is from Matthew chapter 27, verse 62 to 66, and the second passage is John chapter 20, verse 1 to 18. The Resurrection The next day was the day after Preparation Day. The chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember something that liar said while he was still alive. He claimed, after three days I will rise again. So give the order to make the tomb secure until the third day. If you don't, his disciples might come and steal the body. Then they will tell the people that Jesus has been raised from the dead. This last lie will be worse than the first. Take some guards with you, Pilate answered. Go, make the tomb as secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure. They put a royal seal on the stone and placed some guards on duty. And then moving on to John chapter 20. Early on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb. It was still dark. She saw that the stone had been moved away from the entrance. So she ran to Simon Peter and another disciple, the one Jesus loved. She said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb. We don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciples started out for the tomb. Both of them were running. The other disciple ran faster than Peter. He reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him. He went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there. He also saw the funeral cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place. It was separate from the linen. The disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. They did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. But Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she cried, she bent over to look into the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white. They were seated where Jesus' body had been. One of them was where Jesus' head had been laid. The other sat where his feet had been placed. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said. I don't know where they have put him. Then she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? She thought that he was a gardener, so she said, Sir, did you carry him away? Tell me where you put him. Then I will go and get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him. Then she cried out in the Aramaic language, Rabboni. Rabboni means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me. I have not yet ascended to the Father. Instead, go to those who believe in me. Tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. She said, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he said these things to her. Thanks, Nikki. Hooray, Jesus is alive. Ah, yippee, ha
1: ha. Hip, hip, hooray. Whoop, whoop.
0: That's right, guys. The Pharisees put guards at the tomb to try and make sure that nothing could happen. And we didn't read this part in Matthew, but he tells us that when an angel comes to open the tomb, the guards are so terrified that they just collapse. But look, there is nothing that the Pharisees or their guards or anyone else in the world could have done to stop what was going on. Jesus had risen from the dead. He is alive. And you know, I love this. When the disciples hear that something has happened at the tomb, they just get up and run. They've been in the darkness of grief and shame and confusion since Friday. And suddenly on this Sunday morning, there's just a little flicker of light. They don't know what's going on. But if something has happened at the tomb, well, maybe, just maybe, it means the story isn't over. Maybe, just maybe, something can make sense of what has happened in the last week, the last three years even. Maybe, just maybe, there is hope. And so they take off running as fast as they can.
1: Yeah, well, that was worth running after, huh?
0: It was. Now, John gets there first. He must have been in a bit better shape than Peter was. But he pauses when he sees the open tomb. But Peter doesn't hesitate. He just charges right in there. But Jesus is gone. They still don't know exactly what's happened, but they see the cloth that Jesus' body was wrapped in lying there. They know his body is not there. There is hope.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then Jesus talks to Mary.
0: That's right, and Mary will pass on the amazing news. Jesus has risen. He is alive. Sin and death had been defeated. Jesus was the one the world had been waiting for. He was the one God's big story had always been all about. The serpent crusher, the blessing to all nations, the king who would reign forever.
1: Yay! (laughs) Yeah, that is the best news, huh?
0: Oh yeah, it sure is. I think this is the best part of God's big story, Dave. You know, I agree, Gary. And that news that Mary brought to the disciples, the news that Jesus our King is alive, well that has been spreading ever since. And here we are 2,000 years later and the good news is still being told all over the world. Today boys and girls, let's just praise God for our King Jesus, that death could not hold him, that he is alive and that his kingdom will never end.
1: Hooray again Dave. Gosh, I'm so glad we got to the good news. This was a tough week
0: it sure was but we're finishing with good news that lasts forever so let's say goodbye for now and well we'll be back tomorrow to finish up week number 46
1: oh bye everyone see you soon ah goodbye everyone <laughs> goodbye guys
0: yeah goodbye see you next Wednesday goodbye and we'll see you soon God's Big Story is the ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church music and jingles Dave,
1: Josh.